a generation of broken-hearted people. Lord, how do we survive a generation of broken-hearted people, Lord? As the dark trinity sweeps across the landscape, the dark trinity creating more and more broken people whose hearts have become stone, who have lost all feeling of hope, who desire only instant gratification and pleasure, Lord. There's a small number of believers. The Lord always has a remnant in the earth. The Lord always has a people, has a people that he set aside. We're strengthening those people. We're strengthening those people. We're sending them caravans of, of supplies, Lord, of spiritual supplies, Lord. We're sending them reinforcements, Lord, in prayer. We're sending them reinforcements in love, Lord. We're sending the reinforcements of hope, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Strengthening the base, Lord. Strengthening the believer base, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Believers that are prepared to go out and meet the Lord. Believers that have it in their heart, Lord, that no longer, no longer will they be subject to the cruelties of this world. No longer will they be subject, Lord, to the abandonment of this world, Lord, because we have a God. We have a Lord that cares for us. We are not orphan children. The Lord has not abandoned us. And he knows the struggles, Lord. He knows the pain. He knows the suffering that we're going to endure, Lord. During this cycle. During these last days, Lord, as we cycle down. As we cycle, cycle down, Lord. As the pot comes to a simmer, Lord, and is poured out on society. I was once, not too long ago, among a group of believers, and I, I wanted to talk about something special about the Lord. I wanted to talk about something unique about who He was to us. And they didn't want to hear it. They didn't have time. They didn't have the heart space to understand anything deeper because it, they said it was too heavy. They said learning more about the Lord was too heavy. They didn't want to enter into a deep theological conversation. They just wanted to have moments of pleasure, moments of joy, moments of ecstasy, but they didn't want it to be Christ-centered. They didn't want the Lord to have his say. They didn't want him to speak out his mind before we begin to play the music, before we begin to dance around, before we begin to escape. They didn't want Jesus Christ to come along. They want to kind of pat Jesus Christ over in the corner, maybe in a book for another time. This is not the time to talk about the Lord. This is not the, the moment in which we can talk about these deep things of Christ. And I said, as they said, it was too heavy. I said, this is the lightweight stuff. This is the lighter things. We can't come to a place where the Lord Jesus Christ is accepted among his children. Where do we go and speak of him? 
It's time to venture out. Some people, some born-again believers, have, have, they know too much word. They know so much word, they know no word at all. They have so many Bible verses in their mind, they have no Bible verses at all. They have the verses, but without the heart. They have the scripture without the understanding. They have a form of godliness, but denying the power. Even among the born-again believers, all they want is to be satisfied. They just want their needs met. Is this the result of, 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 of decades of Baal teaching in the church? Be all that you can be. Gratify yourself. And God's desires for you to gratify yourself. And he'll sign on to your cause. The whole generation been steeped in that mindset. God is only there. The Lord Jesus Christ is only there to satisfy your needs. So they come to him wanting their needs satisfied, wanting their desires met. But they have no place for his will in their life. They have no place for his understanding. They have no place for his mindset to reach into their heart. They have no place. They have no assigned destination for his will. They want to relax want to be at peace so that's all they seek is peace and those things that give them pleasure in a sense of kind of righteousness that walking that line many believers have have developed this ability to walk a fine line between the judgment of god and the pleasures of the world they straddle the fence we're in a generation of Believer straddlers, fence straddling believers. They don't want to go too far in this thing because, you know, they don't want to invoke the enemy's wrath. They don't want to bring down the enemy's persecution, and tribulation upon themselves. They don't want to attract the enemy's attention. They want to do enough to be called a Christian. But they don't want to do enough to shake up the enemy's territory. They don't want to do enough to go out and find the lost. They don't want to do enough to go out and throw a net out into the ocean and drag it on shore. And sift through it and collect the things that are worth anything and throw the things that are not away. They don't want to go and find that lost coin. They don't want to go and find that lost sheep. They would forsake the lost sheep and just stay with the 99 that's safe in the pen. They'll just keep counting the same monies that they have and just count it as a loss, that one coin that they can't find. That's not the spirit of the world. That's not the spirit. That's the spirit of the world, forgive me. That is the spirit of the world in the believership. That's not the spirit of the kingdom. The kingdom by nature goes out and finds that that is lost. The nature of the kingdom goes out and finds those things that belong to the Lord. See, the spirit of the world wants you to stay safe. Wants you to stay in place. 
You know, your enemy doesn't mind you believing in Christ. He just don't want you to be too vigilantes about it, too vigilante about it. He don't want you to push out from the shore. He wants you to stay safe. He says, Jesus don't want you to do that. That's not safe. There's a lot of crazy people out there. Jesus don't want you to do that. Don't go out and find that lost coin. Don't go out and find that lost brother. Don't go out and find that lost sister. Don't throw that net out there in the, in the ocean and pull it ashore. You might get stung. But there's a small number of believers. There's a small number of young believers that believe in Jesus. They want to go out and do his will. They want to go out and do his will in the world. They want to go out and be a part of what he's doing in the world. They want his spirit to flow through their lives. They want his love to be in their minds and their hearts. They want to develop his mind. Because see, when you got the mind of Christ, you got a different mindset. When you got the heart of Christ, you got a different outlook. When you got the, 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 the will of the Lord Jesus Christ in your thought pattern, you have a different destination for every thought, every mindset, every focus that you have has a different destination. You're not satisfied. You're not satisfied sitting back and being comfortable. You realize that a mindset in Christ will mean a, a, a disruption in the kingdom of this world, you see. They believe and they understand that when you develop the mind of Christ and the heart of Christ, you represent a threat to the environment around you. You represent a threat to the dark trinity around you. Can you imagine those early believers when they went out into the world and they preached Christ? Can you imagine the opposition from the dark trinity that they faced. The Baals, the Astros, the Molochs of the world. Because you see, these gods have patrons. And, they, and these gods reward these patrons with money, with success, with destruction, with pleasure, with sensuality, with lust. You can't have that baby. You got a career to have. You got to sacrifice that child on the altar so you can go forward in your life and be successful. They don't care about the life giver. They don't care about the spirit of the Lord. They don't care about the spirit of Jesus Christ. They want to be comfortable. They want to be sedentary, sedentary spiritually. You know, you can sit down in Jesus, but if you sit down in the world, you'll get run over. You can sit down in Christ, but if you sit down in the world, you'll be devoured because you'll have a passive mind. When you sit down in the world, you have a passive mind. When you sit down in the world, you have a passive mind. That means you have no understanding that you have to take control of your thought life when you sit down in the world. You don't have that mindset. You allow all types of thoughts to run through your head, all types of understanding to run through your mind. You have no base to, of operation because your mind is in the world. See? But see, when you sit down in Christ, the blinders are taken off.
your eyes. When you sit down in Jesus, the, the, the brokenness in your heart is repaired. When you sit down in Christ, then that molestation you went through as a child is, is replaced. Everything about you becomes an exchange when you sit down in Christ. Everything about you becomes an exchange. Things that are not like him are exchanged for him. That's how you overcome addictions. That's how you overcome issues of the heart. It's to exchange them. So when you sit down next to Jesus Christ, you can turn to him and say, Lord, I exchange this for you. I don't ask you to heal me no more. I don't ask you to fix me no more. I don't ask you to straighten me up. I ask you to exchange it, Lord. I take it out of my heart and I give it to you, Lord. I take it out of my mind and I give it to you, Lord. And I make it my business to develop your heart. I make it my business to know what you have to say, Lord, because I'm in your word, Lord, because your word is playing in my mind. Your word is playing in my heart. All night long, I listened to the Psalms, the entire book of Psalms. While I was asleep, I woke up to the Psalms. I went back to sleep to the Psalms. I woke up again to the Psalms, riding the wave of the word getting into my subconscious mind so that now at my, as I walk this world, as I walk this life, I can hear the songs playing in my ear, even when I don't have them playing. That's a different mindset, see. Don't worry, I only got four more minutes, a little over four minutes. Won't be too much longer. See, we're developing a new mindset born again believer we develop a new heart set you young people that are coming into christ you young people we're going to develop his mindset we're going to go out and meet him that's the new mindset of the born again believer one that's going out to meet him we're not sitting back anymore in the world we're not sitting back in the world of video games we're not sitting back and doing nothing we want our god to be happy we want our Lord to be pleased. We want our Lord to enjoy our life. And there's a moment in time for this and that, but your main focus is not the pleasure. Your main focus is not. Yourself anymore. Cause you got a new heart. You got a new mind. You got a new direction. Why? Because you're getting that word inside of your spirit. You cannot walk this path without the word of God flowing in your mind, in your heart, in your will. You can't survive. You can't survive. You can't survive. The word of God is not permeating your thought life. You're in trouble already. The word of God is not swirling around, swirling around in your mind. You're in trouble already. Because you got too many voices around you, see? See, the, the voice of the Holy Spirit is quiet. The voice of the Holy Spirit is not like the world. It's quiet. takes a person's mind, heart, soul, and will 
to be still. To sit down in the Lord and be taught by him. There's a new teaching. A revised old teaching that's now new. a new mindset in the world for the born again believer those that are going out to meet him and those that the Lord got to come and find don't be one of the ones that the Lord has to come and find you see when the Lord goes when the Lord goes out and searches things he tears up nations when the Lord goes out and finds his people he tears up continents when the Lord goes out and find what belongs to him the seas a roar the oceans roar. The waves crash. Don't let the Lord come out and find you. Get ready to go out and meet him. Go out and meet the Lord, young people. Go out and meet the Lord, young people. If you know anybody that's a born-again believer and they're not going out to meet the Lord, keep an eye on them. They might drag you off into prison. They might report you. They might try to take away your membership. Because you don't belong. He's always talking about Jesus. He don't belong. 